Murray. Welcome to the dinosaur fun fact of the day. Today's dinosaur is Bone Wars Part 2. What really kicked the Bone Wars into high gear was the discovery in the 1870s of numerous dinosaur fossils in the American West. In 1877, Marsh received a letter from Colorado schoolteacher Arthur Lakes describing the saurian bones he had found during a hiking expedition. Lakes sent sample fossils to both Marsh and Cope. Characteristically, Marsh paid Lakes $100 to keep his discovery a secret, and when he discovered that Cope had been notified, dispatched an Agent West to secure his claim. Around the same time, Cope was tipped off to another fossil site in Colorado, which Marsh tried unsuccessfully to horn in on. By this time, it was common knowledge that Marsh and Cope were competing for the best dinosaur fossils, which explains the subsequent intrigue centered on Como Bluff, Wyoming. Using pseudonyms, those are fake names, two workers for the Union Pacific Railroad alerted Marsh to their fossil finds, hinting, but not really saying outright, that they might strike a deal with Cope if Marsh didn't offer generous terms. True to form, Marsh dispatched another agent who made the necessary financial arrangements and soon the Yale-based paleontologist was receiving boxcars of fossils, including the first specimens of Diplodocus, Allosaurus, and Stegosaurus. Word about this exclusive arrangement soon spread, not least because the Union Pacific employees leaked the scoop to a local newspaper, exaggerating the prices Marsh had paid for the fossil in order to bait the trap for the wealthier Cope. Soon, Cope sent his own agent westward, and when these negotiations proved unsuccessful, possibly because he wasn't willing to pony up enough money, he instructed his prospector to engage in a bit of fossil rustling and bone stealing from the Como Bluff site right under Marsh's nose. Soon afterward, fed up with Marsh's erratic payments, one of the railroad men began working for Cope instead, turning Como Bluff into the epicenter of the Bone Wars. By this time, both Marsh and Cope had relocated westward and over the next few years engaged in such hijinks as deliberately destroying uncollected fossils and fossil sites, spying on each other's excavations, bribing employees, and even stealing bones outright. According to one account, workers on the rival digs once took time out from their labors to pelt each other with stones. By the 1880s, it was clear that Othniel C. Marsh was winning the Bone Wars. Thanks to the support of his wealthy uncle, George Peabody, Marsh could hire more employees and open more dig sites, while Edward Drinker Cope slowly but surely fell behind. It didn't help matters that other parties, including a team from Harvard University, now joined the Dinosaur Gold Rush. Cope continued to publish numerous papers, but like a political candidate taking the low road, Marsh made hay out of every tiny mistake he could find. Cope soon had his opportunity for revenge. Don't forget to tell your parents to send us their suggestions and yours to at the Jimmy Murray on Twitter. I'm Jimmy Murray. Thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Show on the Kid Friendly Podcast Network. Music by Kevin McLeod. Executive producer Chris Kremitzos.